4: I love the idea that he hears all that, and he soaks it all in, and it's such a, a powerful moment where he finally sees that some of the things that he's been thinking and saying about black people all these years are problematic. And he goes back to his jail cell, and he yeah. sits on his bed, and he Bill Cosby goes, "Damn, maybe I did really rape those women."
1: <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just like a humble, comic guy moment.
5: I'm uh, just like, "Fuck, I, I really messed up, man." God, yeah.
4: Maybe I am a monster. ladies and gentlemen welcome to another phenomenal episode of my mama told me the podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories and we finally work to prove that tim duncan is a screamer in the bedroom sure the man was quiet his entire career five championships and he never said a word out loud but you get tim duncan's legs over his head and that motherfucker gonna scream i believe it I'm going to sell t-shirts that say, Tim Duncan's a screamer in the bedroom. That's just something I'm passionate about. That's a little side project I'm working on. As always, I am your host, Langston Kerman, and it is December 22nd, the day after we were supposed to get our superpowers. Black people, we were supposed to get our superpowers, and I still can't touch my toes. I have no ability to reach down to my toes. Now, if I did get a superpower like I was promised, it has nothing to do with toe touching. I have not figured out yet what my superpower is. I was expecting my 40 acres and a mule-type strength. It is not kicked in yet. Please, if anyone knows what's going on with my superpowers, please send a message to me. I would love to be able to do some cool black shit, like, I don't know, dunk. I can't do that. I'd like to dunk. I don't even need fucking superpowers. Just let me dunk. I, I don't know who I'm talking to at this point. I don't know if I'm, I'm asking the girl who made up the black superpower conspiracy theory or if this is just me crying out to Jesus. If I'm saying, Dear Jesus, for Christmas, I'd like to dunk. I don't know. I'm 33 and I need to grow up. Either way, we ain't getting no superpowers and that bitch was lying. That has nothing to do with the podcast. Sometimes you just got to share shit out loud so it doesn't feel like you're alone out in this world. But you know who's not alone out in this world? It's my guest today. He's got friends. He's got shit going on. He's a powerful man in the comedy industry he's so funny he's phenomenal i I love him so much you know him from solar opposites he was a writer on solar opposites he's a writer on star trek lower decks he is a hilarious comedian who you've seen on comedy central give it up for my friend mr garrick bernard
5: how you guys doing what's going on out there in the crowd (laughs) yeah the crowd loves you they love it hot today they are
4: what are your thoughts on Tim Duncan getting them screams out?
5: I think you're right, bro. I think that Tim Duncan also can. That's how he won all those championships is sure. by putting his knees at his ears. Uh, you know, you, <laughs> if you you can only hit backboards <laughs> if you can fucking put your knees behind your ears. Like that's yeah. it. Where he he stayed
4: nimble. He, he kept it loose yeah. in the bedroom, and that kept him.
5: That's obviously a man who is a pro in geometry. He knows his angles, and he mm-hmm. knows this is where you get
4: the spot that got to catch. That's how you make old Timmy feel good. Yeah.
5: Right? <laughs> yeah. Tim Dunky. Tim hey. Dunky Donuts. Yes, sir. <laughs>
4: i just love the idea that that because we all have some shit that helps us get our repression out right yeah. we all have a thing and by all accounts tim duncan has been right completely silent as a human exactly being for over two decades <laughs> yeah. three decades really of like watching him on television so there's got to be something right. weird he's into that's
5: why he's his whole outfit always all all of his outfits always fit weirdly because mm-hmm. he needs that extra breathing room to loose, leg room to to get loose, get wild, yeah. get wild. inside.
4: <laughs> You're a wild boy, Tim Duncan. Please come on the podcast. We want to talk about it. <laughs> well, we can't talk about that anymore today because you brought a conspiracy theory that that I think is maybe one of the first conspiracy theories that yeah. I ever bought yes. into as a child, yes. and I ever genuinely i. Think right. I believed, or at least thought to be real in the world, and I and you said, my mama told me
3: Zagging your pants is gay.
5: A hundred percent. Like that was <laughs> tried and true, just the go-to one that everybody just believed. Every mm-hmm. adult, every barbershop, every like Everybody was just like nah sagging your pants that, that means that you, you were in prison, you went to prison, and at some point you sagged your pants and everybody was like, Oh, that nigga's available. Like right. that's that booty is available. <laughs> that's it for me. I need it. I'm gonna go get it, you know? That
4: that shop is open for business. <laughs> for
5: business, <laughs> you know, no mask needed. I'm in there.
4: <laughs> okay. This is fascinating because you framed it in a way in the way that you just said it was that you go to jail and then you become available you start to lower your pants you sag your pants and then you're open for business is that how you originally understood it
5: yeah that's through my pre-internet deep dives everybody was like just the rumor mill was saying yo you go to jail you know like if you sag your pants that's your way of letting the world know, the jail world know <laughs> that you were you were ready. Like it was some kind of like weird open door policy where right. it's just like you, it, um, let's do it. I'm good. To right,
4: go. prison doesn't teach people healthy communication. No, and so you learned signals in prison, and one of the signals apparently for coming out is showing your ass crack showing to crack. another human being. Yes, sir where were you or how old were you when you feel like this theory came into your life
5: i think this had to be like 13 so there were two instances it's Mm -hmm. you know your first instance where your mom is just like all right you're starting to enter into adulthood or slowly like creep into it so here are the rules you know, no fucking in my house, right. you know, and don't sag your pants.
4: Like, I feel like that's that's every black mother's first 100%. rule. 100%. That you
5: was
4: know, certainly what my mom told me was yeah. like, hey, I don't care what you do. You ain't going to have sex. I, I'm Me and your right. stepfather, the only ones that have sex in here. Yeah, and that's she it. she had other men uh, who, <laughs> after she divorced my stepfather, who yeah. she also had sex with. And good for her.
5: Good for her for having <laughs> the revolving door dick come through. Because Wait I'm a intent- minute. wait a minute wait i'm sorry it wasn't uh,
4: revolving oh
5: oh shit (laughs) we are (laughs) we're starting to uncover some layers i'm so sorry i'm so sorry Wanda is a
4: saint a saint who's been married four times but a saint all the same
5: (laughs) and i'm i am proud of her for either way she went i'm so sorry but no it was it was you cannot have sex in the house try not to you know have a girlfriend too soon all of that stuff and it was nice mm-hmm. but everybody was saying don't sag your pants like from uncles right. to aunts everybody my my family's caribbean also so like they were trying to avoid any uh. type of Gay inkling or anything like that—they're very homophobic over there on that side. I was side about to say
4: nobody has mastered homophobia better than people of the Caribbean.
5: Oh my God, they're so good at it that they look very gay and still yeah. argue <laughs> that they are not gay. I have an I have an uncle that will wear the most flamboyant shit and then just be like, "No, nah, no, nah, nah I'll beat your right. ass you bring another man over this house." I'm like, bro. He got a fishnet fucking shirt on. <laughs> Nipples are hella out, and I'm just like, w- "What's going on over here?" Whatever.
4: Imagine sucking your teeth at the gay pride parade <laughs> while wearing a mesh tank top. A that doesn't mesh. even make sense. But they find a way. They they do year. find a
5: way. Oh man! Like in that community, their whole like their whole word for gay people is antimon. So like that's an- it's literally translates mm-hmm. to "anti man." And that's the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard in my life. It's funny, but it's disrespectful. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's I don't know. They're 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 so weird, and they have such like. A lot of them just need to come out of the closet, so they stop fighting each other. But
4: yeah, right. I mean, I think I think to your point, so much of homophobia is rooted in like. Yeah, suppressed feelings. Yeah. Some of which is like, oh, you're you're gay and you're struggling with that and so you learn to outwardly hate the thing. But other parts of it is like you're more complicated than gay or straight. You've had both of these feelings or you've been attracted to things that like like you said, this motherfucker's in a mesh tank top. Right. that ain't heteronormative right. by any traditional standards. Yeah. So you like certain gay things, but you don't like the associations, and therefore you'll try to murder anything that like right, makes right. you feel uncomfortable. It's
5: a very like there is no spectrum; it is black and white for them. It's just like no nah, man. There's there's shades of gray in there. It's cool to dabble on one side <laughs> or the other. Yeah. You know. Don't be mad at yourself. But I don't know. Like anytime I see them at like carnival or anything like that, and they're just wearing like the most like flamboyant thong basically
4: yeah you got a thong and peacock feathers on talking right. about talking you don't want no, no auntie uh, mine right.
5: around you. it's just like <laughs> dog what are you doing like <laughs> we gotta talk about this so okay that was the moment at like 13 or, yep. or whatever having like uncles come through and all that stuff but the other moment was in high school Where I was just like, I was already on the fence about the whole theory. People were just like, oh, yeah, they're bringing in the jail stuff. And they're bringing in, at this point, they're bringing in the fact that, like, you don't get belts in jail. So, you're just like, oh, they're a little loose, you know. So, your pants are down and all that stuff. So, I'm like, there's some validity coming out. And then, Mm -hmm. I was running track at uh, Palisades High School. And they were dedicating their track. To Carl Lewis, uh, the uh, great 400 meter sprinter, yeah, and I was sagging at the time, and (laughs) Carl Lewis, this like I I don't know, he's like six three, six four. He looked tall as shit from my like short perspective. Comes up to me, mind you, very flamboyant man. Where I'm just like, all right, you might be hiding a little something over there, man. Coming up to me and saying, hey, you know that if you sag. That means you gay or something Whoa. like that, or like and I'm just like, yo, I don't, nigga, I don't know you, bro. Like I don't Whoa. know you at all.
4: You uh, got sag that. shame by Carl like, Lewis, the
5: great Carl Lewis, gold medalist, <laughs> gold Olympic medalist, Carl Lewis. I got slut shame by Carl. And, <laughs> <laughs> like and I'm just like, this is like prime jerk movement you know like everybody's wearing checkerboarded fucking skinny jeans you know the skinny nobody knew what skinny jeans were at that point in time so you're like honestly like you're wearing girls pants and they're not long enough all you wanted was like the scrunch at the bottom or whatever and for it to be a little tighter so you sag them you sag them a right. Good amount, right
4: and when you're in high school i think even more to that point when you're in high school you don't know that pants come in different like length cuts exactly yeah. like you're just like all right i'm a 32 I'm going yeah. to buy some 32s, but some then you pants. realize you bought some 32 28s. Right. And so now you got these little ass pants on, yeah. so you're going to sag them you to gotta make them. You got to bring
2: them bitches yeah. down.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, you got to bring them a little loose, because you're not going to be like flooded in school or whatever. Like, I right. mean, the you know, the the calf raised pants are in now, I guess, but you know, driving nah, that shit.
4: shit. Not, not certainly then. not. When, when I was in high school, absolutely. Even when nah. you were in high school, I don't think that that was the not case. Not
5: at all. Not at all. You You will get made fun of pretty pretty severely but yeah yeah so like everybody kind of just had their pants kind of low and it's just what it was you know so having Carl Lewis come up to you and say that it was devastating for me personally because I was a big fan
4: you'd never be fast if you got your pants (laughs) like that oh no come on Carl no Carl please give me give me
5: something man like I need It it, it, it hurt hurt me to my core, and I I mean, since that day, I think my pants have been pretty much at my waist, or at least a little bit lower, but this has been one that I just wanted to know just fully, like, what it was, like, where it came from. I'm just generally curious about it. This is me not even coming with my own conspiracy theory, but just, like, asking you as a conspiracy theory expert, please guide me on this sagging journey.
4: I don't know that I could ever qualify as an expert. <laughs> I think I'm a uh, person who enjoys mayhem. Right? I, okay. Yeah. I do enough research to stir up a negative version of the conversation that we otherwise could have resolved. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> like we exactly. could have been working towards solutions, but right. I was like, nah, if I read yeah. the rest of this article, that's gonna make me feel whole and right. I don't need do
5: that shit. Right. And the fucking Robert Frost <laughs> poem, you went the Road Less Travel, you know, it's just like I yeah, wanna go there. Exactly. Down. Where's the chaos over there? You know? Where's
4: that chaos? Well, okay, so Carl Lewis told you to pull your damn pants yes, up. Yes he did what is your reaction in this moment do you immediately pull it up do you get defiant what, what do you do
5: um i think you just cry like you up no, yeah. um <laughs> it was just you pull them up you pull them up and then mm-hmm. you you feel embarrassed like if especially if that's like the only thing a celebrity has said to you or like somebody that
0: yeah. you know you
5: looked up to or look up to at that point in time you're just like yeah this is just what This is true. It immediately made it true for me because this isn't like a family member that you could go back and like research. Oh, here is why they probably think this or like there's Mm -hmm. no way that this person thinks this at all for it's you get, you know, qualified by somebody who has several gold medals that just makes it tried and true for you for sure.
4: Yeah, and that's it's a fucked up thing that celebrity does to us because Celebrities. He was good at running. Yes. Carl Lewis was a great runner. Right. That's about it. This nigga don't know nothing about fashion. He He doesn't know what what trends are happening in your high school. Yeah. But he, as a great runner, a man with gold medals, now gets to dictate to you, a child, how you should be wearing your clothes at the threat of being
3: raped.
5: Yes, exactly. because <laughs> like, that's essentially where it all comes from. Is that everybody is just so afraid of rape in jail that they're just like making up all the different ways to avoid it. Like, he's like, don't mm. drop the soap, you know, don't wear your pants underneath your butt because that's like a way in or all that stuff. Yeah, and then that just comes out to you know the real world or whatever and grows these weird roots and turns into these weird conspiracies that. And it's
4: even more complicated. In that the threat is rape, but it also is being presented under the guise of consent, if that makes sense. Yes. So it is it is men consenting to pull down their pants as right. a signal of wanting butt sex or yeah. sex in jail. Yeah. While simultaneously threatening everyone else with rape. Yeah. Which is like this confused... Metaphor that only a bunch of homophobes could have come could up have with. Come up
5: with, I, okay. So I also <laughs> think that like the Aryan Brotherhood came up with this.
4: Okay, but, like, wait they're... a minute. <laughs> hold on Hold on a goddamn minute, yeah, Garrett.
1: Yeah. Wait.
5: This is... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. What, well, hold on. Yeah. Now I feel like you're about to get into something wild, Yeah. yeah something yeah. devastating, something that I had never heard. I've never heard anyone say this before, 100%. but I'm genuinely curious about this. So what I'm going to do is give you 30 seconds. We're going to go into a game I like to call Talk That Talk, and I'm going to give you 30 seconds to talk your talk about why the Aryan Brotherhood may have come up with this theory about sagging. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Talk That Talk, Garrett.
5: Alright, so I think that the Aryan Brotherhood came up with this shit because they see all these black dudes coming in and they're just like sagging their pants looking dope as fuck at all times. Got the scrunch at the bottom and they're like, nah, these niggas are corny. They gotta be corny. We gotta come up with some reason to have them be corny. So let's just say that the only reason why they're sagging their pants is because they're probably gay. Their butt is out. They want to get fucked. And that's it. We got to demasculate the black man somehow. So let's just say the thing that they think is cool is corny as shit. And it's just going to make its way to the streets. And it's going to, you know, run rampant.
4: Damn. (laughs) Damn, there it is. There it is. Talk that That (laughs) tongue. You know nothing about that. Oh man, that's deep. Wow. So this was like not only some prison rivalry shit where where you're creating a a narrative about your enemies, but it also functions on an even higher racial level. Yes. We are going to introduce the premise that all black men coming into this hyper masculine space are less masculine than they theoretically. would be or should be kind of thing
5: right you look at any like hulking dude and i do that often it's just what i do and i just okay
0: try
5: i i I try to think of all the reasons why i am not that or like why Mm -hmm. i am at least on par with this person and you come up with silly shit all the time Yep. And like it's just like oh man look at this nigga's shoes his shoes are bad he got little he got little calves Is he? He look, <laughs> look at his look at how small his ankles are you know and it's just like it's something silly yeah to thwart the fact that this nigga at any day can talk to your girlfriend and you can't do shit about it
4: absolutely and
5: he'll beat the fuck out of you you know the, like
4: the amount of times that i've picked apart another man for the sake of comforting myself in my own insecurities you know what i mean yeah. like ugh, i i don't i'm not okay with me so i'm gonna make this dude somehow less himself right because my shit ain't popping oh, i do it all the time
5: all the time just let niggas be dark skin man like the, the, <laughs> like, <laughs> like we just dark. oh no you know my secret <laughs> i've
4: been trying to keep y'all from being dark skin this, yeah, whole, time. this
5: whole time throwing bleach in niggas faces. <laughs> <out. laughs> your black
4: ass out of here motherfucker yeah <laughs> I love this. So I do think at the essence of what we're saying, whether it is the work of the Aryan Nation or just our own self-hatred, what it is, is fear. At the root of this is a lot of people being afraid of a new threat or a change in their world and subsequently trying to find a way to uh, protect themselves against that. And the only way they could come up with this would be like, that's gay.
5: Yeah, 100%. It's as easy as that, honestly. E- everybody yeah. has always said it. It's literally the easiest punchline is like, somebody, like, that's gay. It's lazy, it's corny, all of that stuff. But me saying that you are less of a man is the only real way to hurt you.
4: And that's, that to me is, I think, where I learned... Because I I think, you know, having grown up in the early 2000s, I am not exempt from having made gay people Uh, the punchline of of many of my jokes at a certain point in my life. And I think that to me was when I really sort of had the breakthrough. And it's a shame it wasn't a breakthrough on sort of recognizing my own sort of dehumanizing of another person. But I do Mm. think the breakthrough in a lot of ways was gay people being like, hey, bro, I've heard that joke before. Right. And me being like, oh damn, yeah, I want to be a right. hack.
5: Yeah, I don't want to be hacky. Like imagine <laughs> having like comedian ideals in high school, and just like, "Fuck, man, that's hack." People been Fuck. saying
4: that. You don't People, think I'm funny, dog? Yeah, oh, man, oh man, that's oh
5: <laughs> damn, that hurts, bro. I've been writing this material for years, and nobody, <laughs> nobody told me this has been hacked. It's
4: I got like, eight pages that end with just <laughs> that's gay at the end of it. Right. Oh right.
5: no. So you telling me? That saying something is gay is hack, but okay. But I can pretend to do my mom's accent, right? Like that's not, <laughs> that's cool, right? Nah, dog. Like
4: <laughs> I can still wait, wait, wait. I can still compare black people to white people and say how we different, but but that's that's okay, right? That's okay.
5: It's like no, yeah. no, that's a little hack. But like also, there is the other aspect that gay black men are some of the funniest people on the planet
4: hilarious i always
5: equate like black man to gay black man is equal to goku to super saiyan 3 goku like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a better nigga like they're just funnier at it they're yeah, just yeah, better yeah. at it and so for a funny like probably always the, the funniest person in the room coming up to you saying like oh yo those gay those gay jokes they're they're not funny it's like fuck me. yeah like, all right, so <laughs> I'll look past my biases and uh, write some new jokes.
0: And
4: like. And that's the thing. It, it it really forced me to reflect on why I thought it was funny in the first place. Right. Because it wasn't coming from a place of hatred. I don't think I've ever oh. looked at any group of people and been like, I I genuinely despise you or what you represent. Right. But jokes are jokes. And if yeah. you can get a laugh, you can get a laugh. But like you said, having the funniest motherfucker come up to you and be like, that shit ain't funny. That shit ain't funny. You, funny. Man... I'm not charismatic enough to work my way through that. Right,
5: and they'll they'll fire your ass up too. Like uh-huh. like I, being read by a gay black dude is is devastating. It'll it'll devastating. and that's why I think Carl Lewis, who I feel so bad, is Carl Lewis secretly gay and he won't tell nobody. <laughs>
4: You're gay, Carl Lewis, gay, and just... you hurt Garrick, and you need to come out and apologize to Garrick, and he'll pull his pants up, and we'll be even.
0: It will be even.
4: All right, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more My Mama Told Me and more Garrett
0: Bernard. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators, Lucia and Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
4: You
0: got what I need. I'm trying
4: to. Yeah, we're back here with more Garrick Bernard. More My Mama Told Me. We're still talking about sagging pants and these sort of cooked in homophobia that led so many of us to believe that by having our butt crack showing, we were in fact flagging our homosexuality for the world. At what point did you stop sagging? Was that Carl Lewis moment the exact moment that you were like, oh, I can't do this no more?
5: Yeah, it was Carl Lewis's moment. It was like, you know, you you try to run from getting jumped and you trip every now and again. It yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was like also during the time when people would like put their jeans underneath like their chucks somehow. Like your the length was a little too long, you know? Right. So you have to like cut the bottoms or whatever. But i think that's what it was it was like before the tapered bottoms and before all of that stuff it just felt weird to sag for me and i want i've, I've always been an obedient type you know like <laughs> i just i like rules i before i follow the rules all the time you know and sure i was just like all right cool man like this is the second adult or second group of adults that have told me to put my pants on my waist. So I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll just do it. Yeah. You know, you're also, who knows what the real world is like. These are people coming through and saying like, oh, this is, you'll seem less respectable if
4: you mm-hmm. have your
5: pants below your waist and all of this stuff. I I, was, I mean, I think,
4: I think similar to, and, and it's not exactly what you're saying, but I think that at a certain point I did start to recognize that what I thought was cool had no functionality. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like I was sagging my pants because it made me feel closer to my peers or made me look like what I thought was like a cool image out in the world. Yeah. But then it was like, hey man, this is not good to walk. Like it's It's, not easy to walk this way and like sit.
5: Okay. So I remember running track, you you go to like a chiropractor every now and again and my pants were low or whatever. And he was like, yo, you realize that this is like fucking up your your hip flexors or whatever that that is so like because you have to keep your hip in a certain way in order to do that so it throws off your running when you're running down or whatever it'll make your feet flare and make you like duck footed a little bit yeah so and it'll make them really tight and all that stuff so that was another reason
4: this is starting okay now this is starting to scare me a little bit and i'll tell you why Because it's starting to make me think that maybe sagging was introduced in some sort of intentional way Mm -hmm. to ruin a collective... like the collective hip flexors of all black men so that yeah. we were less limber and less capable right, than we, right. we previously we
5: were we a- couldn't access the quick twitch as well yeah exactly <laughs> you, know? you know
4: we got these thick slave legs and they're <laughs> like how <laughs> right. how can we slow these niggers down <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got to introduce a fashion where they tie belts around their thighs <laughs> right. to keep them <laughs> from
5: running so quickly <laughs> this is this is again the cops are just like keep, they keep on getting away from us we gotta figure something out man what if we somehow put like a rope around their legs I'm not,
4: it I'm not saying a rope i'm not saying a rope. let's yeah. say a belt I'll maybe a... uh <laughs> maybe
5: a, some, a rope adjacent or something
4: like that. oh man okay let's get into some of this research let's do it one of the things that i quickly discovered is that sagging As we are referring to it, also in relation to this sort of jail premise, this prison premise had other names. And one of the things that I read, it was at certain points called is jailing that like if you were sagging your pants, a a slang for that was jailing, which I had never heard. And kind of feels like white people made that one up. Yeah,
5: that's a that's a little too on the nose. Yeah, like, niggas <laughs> are clever. Black people are clever. They're gonna have another word for it, not just literal <laughs> term "jailing." that is
0: a,
4: All right. And to your point, the way it's written, it's like J A I L I N apostrophe and that feels like mm. you know like a white marketing team yeah. sat down and it was like you know they <laughs> they don't pronounce their g's yeah right, right. right.
5: <laughs> they it, this is a very much like a black's rule on my garage <laughs> uh term for sure exactly
4: so the other term that i heard or read rather that feels much more like black people came up with it is pbs or prison bitch syndrome <laughs> Not public broadcast service? Nope. (coughs) Prison bitch syndrome. Uh, You know, that syndrome you get when you uh, expose your butt crack to another man in prison. And I love that so much. So one of the things that I quickly found in my research is that the theory that this is a sort of flagging of your homosexuality in prison is completely false. There's no evidence that this was in any way a trend. Within the jail system to your earlier point, the issue of taking people's belts away and taking people's shoelaces away and anything that would have been used to tie up your clothing was one of the major sort of starting points for where sagging, at least in theory, was born. Right. That like you take somebody's belt away and then you hand a regular size dude, a triple X size jumpsuit. Yeah, and so it's going to be falling off of his body, and then he naturally is going to try to figure out a way to look cool, despite the fact that his clothes right. don't fit.
5: Through adversity, niggas will always be cool. Like you gotta shine at, at any time. Doesn't matter. It rays like the phoenix. You are. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking get it.
4: Exactly. Yeah, and so one of the things that it immediately made me think about is how sort of wild it is that we immediately jump to weaponizing sagging against kids and against young people as like this dangerous ugly thing and completely ignore the fact that the entire thing was born out of limited resources and fucked up circumstances that we put people in when they go to prison right do you you know what i mean like yeah we're not talking about the fact that these people are uh, a small person is being given oversized clothes and no chance of wearing the clothes properly. We're just like, hey, you gay as hell, dog. You're <laughs>
5: right. <laughs> it's just like, just get me better fitting clothes. That would yeah. be nice. I'm funneling so much money into this place. <laughs> why? Why can't I get better clothes? You know, it's I don't know. It it feels weirdly like a punishment that they always do that they can always justify. And say mm-hmm. like, oh, we can give them shitty food all the time, like food, food with baggots in them. We can have them in chain gangs. We can do solitary confinement because we are punishing these people. Yep. But they're still like people. At the end of the day, what are you really trying to do? What, do you, what does this teach anybody other than the fact that I don't trust belts? Uh, yes. Belts don't hold <laughs> my pants up. <laughs> so I'm just going to, you know, hold them up by my, you know, with my arm or something like
4: that. Exactly. It's this ugly sort of manipulation where you claim like, oh, you couldn't handle belts. You're not a decent enough, uh, right. reasonable enough person to handle having your shoestrings in there and then shame the person after you take their shit away that otherwise would keep their clothing in place.
5: Yeah, it's it's yet another trap. You didn't give me belts. So now I'm gay like so now it has anything to do with my sexuality that doesn't make it easy it doesn't track for me it's, it's it's exactly yeah
4: so so here's where it gets even more complicated is because of this trend and this again is all theory but because of this trend rappers pick it up right yeah right. and it becomes sort of like a cool way of signaling that like you're a person from the streets so you know the streets right. is by sagging your pants Yeah. your, your ice tees your yeah your fucking two shorts they all start sagging in the early 90s as a way of being like i'm part of this culture right. that you know, lets the listeners know, which is how it becomes popularized in urban America, if you will.
5: And you know what? I want to say that it could have been like this really nice, beautiful moment where it's just like, yo, Pookie's coming home. Blah, blah blah. You you have your your coming home <laughs> party and it's nice. He comes home, pants are sagging. He doesn't like normal fitting jeans anymore, right?
4: Everybody and, pull your pants down. Everybody for your pull brother. your pants down. coming po- home. <laughs> <laughs>
5: he coming home. Everybody pull your pants down for Pookie. He's feeling weird about this, all this stuff, and then everybody, you like, let's just wear, let's just do a year, a year of pants sagging for
4: Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> i I love the idea of them doing a walk <laughs> they organize it yeah a 10k where they just they walk in circles with stagging pants right. in his honor i yeah. love that so much and
5: pookie's like there he's he's sitting on the sidelines crying because he's devastated that's the other thing jail destroys a person yeah he, he is devastated he's sad he doesn't know like if he can have a belt or not he's asking his mom can he go outside again like as a a 25 year old man and we're just like yo we just need to comfort this man and too short took it upon himself to make it cool
4: like (laughs) a goddamn hero he was like he he, he swooped in and he said hey man Y'all are going through some shit. They're treating you poorly. They're giving you no resources to be human beings. They're treating you like animals. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show a little bit of allegiance and shine like you in my videos. And instead, a bunch of people, and this is where the complication sort of becomes even more complicated, turned it into a signal of gang violence and danger in the black community. Because they're afraid of what too short sagging in allegiance with his brother or friends or or whoever whoever. represented.
5: It always stems back to that stuff. They always try to bring it back to, oh, this person. I don't think most people who have been to jail come out and are just like, no, I want to I want to go back to the streets. They don't want they have to. They might have to. They might have to provide or something like that. Uh huh. But I don't think they really like just this is just what I do. I love being poor and shooting niggas in the leg. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> nobody really wants to do that. You right. know, like so for you to just equate it back to gang violence rather than like digging deep on this situation is just such a troubling thing. Like it, it's Yeah,
4: it's being mad at the pants and not being mad at what the pants represent or right. what the the essence right. of where this culture yeah sort of was born
5: two punchlines deep you realize oh they don't have pants that fit in jail that's why yeah. <laughs> because we're not they're they're treating them incorrectly you know they're being pieces of shit to them
4: like, exactly
5: they're not giving them their basic human needs so
4: so one of the things that i found that i think ties into this very well is that the journey of sagging pants and baggy clothes actually follows a very similar trajectory to that of the zoot suit you know oh, the the zoot yeah. suit of uh old fashioned yeah yeah the, the that, mask and all that the big old steve harvey joints Yeah, that, uh, yeah
5: he he tries to bring that back so so hard and man, we're he are like, just no, <laughs> cut it out gotta, steve you got that mustache man i can't take you seriously <laughs> <laughs> shoulders
4: ain't supposed to be that big steve no, you no. got to you got to relax man but, you know so so the zoot suit apparently was similarly born from a type of limited resources that in the 1930s, black and brown people made it popular. Mexican people and black people in America made it popular because they started putting on these oversized suits. Yeah. And some people speculated that the reason their suits were oversized was because they didn't have the resources to go get them tailored yeah. like other white people were getting them tailored. So it became kind of a style, right? And this is a style that, similar to sagging pants, people treated like it was like hoodlum shit. Right. They would basically associate anybody in an oversized suit with being a gangster or being like a a bad person in society. Much like... They did later with dashikis and afros in the 60s and 70s.
5: Got you. So it is always just like, oh, what are niggas doing? Are they wearing uh-huh. big pants? Oh, that's bad. That's bad. That's a, there that's it a is. bad look. Oh, the, I don't like it. I don't, that's I don't it. like it. There's something wrong with that one. Because
4: that's exactly right. And that's how, that's, you, how that, that's, how, that's how they get it.
5: That's how they get you. I like, even thinking back, the only time I, I, I can remember a zoot suit is. Somebody having a Tommy gun attached, like somebody like shooting at a, a fucking exactly. movie car or something like that. And that's another weird thing is that it's always a white person doing it.
4: Boom! Now but, you're talking that like, talk, there. Yeah, it's always come a on, white, man. You know?
5: The third eye is a little crusty, but it's open. Yeah, a little bit. open
4: that, open that motherfucker <laughs> up. A little, little
5: sleep on it, a little. <laughs> bit. But it's always a white gangster doing it, and yet it's always equated to black or brown bad behavior.
4: And so that's the essence of the danger of the way that white capitalism manipulates things, right? Is that not only do you demonize us, us black and brown people wearing these clothes, but then you manipulate it enough so that you can use it for popular culture so that you can create a film where a white gangster wears a big suit and shoots a Tommy gun and you gain money off of those resources. You gain popularity from this imagery while simultaneously keeping that image connected to poor people who otherwise are only doing it because this is all they
2: had
5: exactly at the end of the day everybody just loves to watch like a good juxtaposition right they're just like Mm -hmm. oh if i just see if i saw machine gun kelly sagging his pants and with hella tattoos just like man this. This is interesting. I like, I like, I'm gonna listen to his music. I like the way he raps. He's a good rapper. And he's like, he's fine. Anyway, but like,
4: (laughs) but to your point, I think you wanna know his origin story. Right. You wanna know how Machine Gun Kelly ended up that way. And because of the way that they've manipulated. The imagery and associations in America were less interested in finding out how the black version of Machine Gun Kelly got the way that he is, yeah. even though they probably have equally interesting journeys.
5: Could you just be yourself for a second? Yes. I would truly love it and appreciate it because I know that there was no type of adversity that caused you to sag your pants or wear a big suit or anything like that, you can afford a tailor, you can afford a belt, so where are we going? What are we? Exactly. What are we? What are we doing? What made you choose that? Outside of the fact that you saw a cool black person doing
4: it, exactly. Where did this actually matter to you? Oh, right. Where are you actually committed to this culture in exactly. a real necessary way? Right. So here's here's where it gets even more fascinating. Is I actually dug up a bunch of times throughout uh, recent history where sagging was actual laws were sort of created against sagging people were actively trying to send people to jail or criminalize sagging in a way that was punishable so first example in may 2004 louisiana lawmakers attempted passing a bill 1626 which basically made it a crime to wear clothing in public that intentionally exposes undergarments or intentionally exposes any portion of the pubic hair cleft of the buttocks or genitals Uh, all right
5: (laughs) take your time
4: read through it okay
5: so is this before or i i and i i don't know is this before or after it's after the
4: millennium
5: it's after the millennium (laughs) we we have established that it is after the millennium (laughs) um but is this before or after the abolishment of Portland being a sundown town or like just no black people being allowed in Oregon? Because there are mm. so many of those institutions or what have you that are just overlooked that nobody cares. Nobody cares yeah. about what white people are doing and how they're fucked up or anything like that. They've been Lovecraft country in us in Portland. since It had to have been since like it was like a really early time.
4: I think to the greater point, there's a bunch of like weird laws that get introduced that couldn't possibly be reasonable laws but because you guys are in charge you get to make them seem reasonable exactly. you know what i mean you get to like for another example in 2005 virginia house delegates basically created a thing called droopy drawers bill where it was a 50 dollar fine for people who wore anything that was considered lewd or indecent and that again is subjective as far as lewd and indecent it it's completely up for grabs yeah. Another example in 2016 in Ocala, Florida, they successfully pushed to prohibit the style of city owned property. And were offering like basically charging people a five hundred dollar fine or six months in jail if they got caught wearing the wrong type of clothes. Six months in prison, six
5: months in jail. Yes. So we're going back to where it started so I can come back out with another thing that you're just going to fuck me over with because you're not doing your job with like clothing people correctly in prison
4: you take my resources away you create a culture that allows me to mimic my stolen resources as a way of at least feeling whole as a person and then you make feeling whole as a person for me punishable by taking away the only other resource i have which is money and freedom yeah
5: fucking oh my god (laughs) <laughs> i i am trying to like come up with points or anything like that but it is it, it's just so baffling or like yeah <laughs> it's just so crazy to fucking watch the like the cycle continue and yep. like just hear it so plainly laid out yeah because you know again i didn't know what were the like deep confines of sagging like where it came from and all that stuff but you know just having it laid out so plainly is
4: It hurts your feelings. It hurts your feelings. It don't help you sleep. Here's, Here's my personal favorite, and this one actually did make me laugh out loud. In Pikeville, Tennessee in 2014, officials basically created something or started, they were trying to create one of these laws the same way, and they claimed that sagging was leading to a larger health crisis related to improper gait of the saggers, meaning like they were walking different. Because of having sagged and it was ruining their bodies. The mayor even pointed to a study from a dude named Mark Oliver Mansback. Of the uh, National American Medical Association, that supposedly found out that eight in ten staggers suffered from sexual problems like premature ejaculation. <laughs>
5: <laughs> How this is get, this is the Aryan Brotherhood shit, bro. This is it. There it is. Now we're like now we're back to it. It's just like I mean, it's got to be doing something because yeah. something sexual because it we is. gotta demasculate the black man. At the and that's the, the thing.
4: To your point, it's okay. We tried to call them gay. Gay didn't work. Now they're they're starting to recognize that gay isn't a, a bad thing, or it isn't as scary as we tried to make it out to be. But you know what? We can tell them the right. dick's gonna stop working, and if they believe it's gonna, that, he's gonna leak.
5: <laughs> <laughs> gonna, he's gonna have a leaky dick. That, that's it.
4: That's it. You going hey? You gonna come too fast in the bitch, and she ain't gonna <laughs> fuck you no more. Right. So that,
5: ooh. Is that you what gonna you gonna do? It would, maybe, what are you gonna do maybe like, pull I, your
4: pants up nigga i don't know <laughs>
5: <laughs> the improper gait is also like what i was talking about like the duck footed or whatever it's like that stuff goes away after like a good couple like stretches yeah you stretch for a little bit touch your good. toes a you're, few
4: times you'll be all right
5: you're good to go like <laughs> but you saying i am going to be prematurely prematurely ejaculated <laughs> it's just the, the wildest shit it's just like oh my god you you couldn't think of anything better nah where is that jump like what are they saying are they saying that it's like cutting off blood flow
4: oh no all- to be clear it later was discovered that the person and the study do not exist and the murder <laughs> was just- was just repeating shit he read on the internet so it ain't cutting off shit there was no information about it he was just like hey i heard eight and ten of y'all come too fast and oh then tried to insert a fine yeah afterwards
5: based off of it this is why old people shouldn't be allowed on the internet at all you should be exactly. allowed to, you shouldn't be able to have infinite knowledge
4: I think to the greater point of all of this, old people shouldn't be allowed to dictate shit in the world.
5: At all. You shouldn't be able to tell me anything because you haven't lived in the real world for a while. Like, this, it's, it's going back to, you know, you telling kids that they shouldn't sag their pants or what have you because you haven't reached the real world. You have been so far removed from what society actually is once mm-hmm. you reach, like, uh, let me say, 60 or something. <laughs> <laughs> let me just throw that age out there you don't love know. It. you don't know anything anymore
4: no and so just chill just, just shut the fuck up just chill go you, play your little
5: fucking bedazzle game on yeah. facebook like play that game
4: alone. play that game where you try to get the ball into the cup over right. and over again go yeah. play that and just leave kids that. alone <laughs>
5: leave me alone go stare out some windows or something
4: old people if you're listening just shut the fuck up Yep. And uh, we'll take another break. And I hope you shut the fuck up the whole time and listen to the commercials. And we'll be back with more Garrick Bernard and more My Mama Told Me.
0: Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Agnello, Paul W. Downs and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah. Have
4: you ever had a dream <laughs> that,
3: that you, um,
0: you have you, you, you could, you do, you, you want, you, you could do so, you, you do, you could, you you, you, you want, you want him to do you so Woo, much we can- back here with more <laughs>
4: garrick bernard more my mama told me it's the yeah, longest drop i have and yeah, i love it so it much keeps going it
5: just <laughs> cannot stop.
4: that nigga's spitting and i love <laughs> it <laughs> we're still talking about sagging pants and the possible just sort of like elderly white tyranny cooked yep. underneath all of the media the marketing around sagging pants yep okay one of the most famous people, I would say, most iconic figures, infamous figures at this point, whoever uh, weighed in on sagging pants. And there have been a few. Barack Obama had a, a quote about it where he basically said, look, I don't think people should go to jail for it. But like your grandma's watching, pull up your pants. Steve Harvey said some shit under his mustache about it. Bill Ingvall weighed in on sagging pants where he, Why? Uh, of course, yeah. said something pretty racist, although it was under the mask of a joke, so I guess it was okay. Who knows? But the most infamous of them is Bill Cosby. The Cos. And he became infamous in his thoughts on sagging pants when he gave a speech that is now known as the pound cake speech where he basically goes on a long rant long run about what black people need to do to better themselves in their own communities and so what i would like to do is play a game with you this is a brand new game called i don't think bill cosby is as good as he claims he is
5: (laughs) No, don't do the dance. He <laughs> <laughs> can't dance to this. And he, you gotta say still face. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Just nope. The game. That shit still slaps, and I don't care if he did what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to do with you, what I think we should do is I'm going to read you some snippets from this famous speech. And I just would love for you to unpack your thoughts on it as we go along. Things you're loving, things you're hating, things you're uncomfortable with, things that maybe were a clear identifier that Bill Cosby was, in fact, the monster that we now know him to be much earlier. Yeah. Cool. I'll get us started. Ladies and gentlemen. The lower economic and lower middle class economic people are holding their end in this deal. In the neighborhood that most of us grew up in, parenting is not going on. People clapped. In the old days, you couldn't hooky school because every drawn shade was an eye. And before your mother got off the bus and to the house, she knew exactly where you had gone, who had gone into the house and where you got on whatever you had on and where you got it from. Parents don't know that today.
5: I'm sorry, but parents do know not to put fucking opioids in people's drinks. <laughs> you silly bitch. Like, how dare you? Parenting is not going on. I think that was the first thing my mom told me before the mm-hmm. sagging. She was like, hey, if you see a young lady at a club, don't put anything in a drink.
4: Because
5: right. that is weird. You're a weirdo for the rest of your life.
4: Yeah, that's fair. So so Bill Cosby clearly did not have that part of the talk, but he did have the part of the talk where he was like, You gotta stare out your window at kids and know where they're going at all times. (laughs) Oh, you don't. They're fine. (laughs) Okay, let's keep this party going. Let's go. I'm talking about these people who cry when their son is standing there in an orange suit. Where were you when he was two? People clap. Where were you when he was 12? People really clap. Where were you when he was 18? And how come you don't know he had a pistol? Clapping, clapping, clapping. And where is his father? And why don't you know where he is? And why doesn't the father show up to talk to this boy?
5: Yeah. Nigga, I was at work. I work <laughs> I work three jobs in order to, to keep this roof over my head. Dog whenever people are just like, Oh yeah, my mom came to see my play. I'm like, wow, that's c- congratulations. I like I my mom was at work during the day and then she went to school at night. So I think yeah. I would see her every now and again. <laughs> and, like my dad I was I love
4: just, that. Your mom was just a hardworking roommate. She
5: was just a hardworking roommate. Like I I I would see her, sure, but she would be, like, in the room or something like that, and you would knock on the door, like, Mom, you okay? Like, I'm, get away. I'm studying for yeah, this board, you know? This bar exam.
4: <laughs> I can't have my eyes open yet. Uh, I work <laughs> yeah. too hard.
5: Right, right. And, like, at a two-parent household or whatever, so fuck you, Bill Cosby. Right. And I still sag until carl lewis told me not to but
4: (laughs) until a a different old black man yelled at me about this
5: right but he was also working like there are certain things that you just kind of have to let your kid learn and understand and like be independent about and to bill cosby's stupid point like parenting is short still going on but there are some gaps because you have to work because we live in a society where black people aren't given the best opportunities. So they have to like constantly have jobs at all, all times. And Mm -hmm. until we have wealth, then we can like talk about like, Oh, I'm here all of the time.
4: And I think, I think to that grander point, that's the danger of the way that so much of this has been sort of put to us all of these years is that there is a deep allegiance between me and bill cosby because we are both black when in fact the difference in our wealth is so vast that we actually have zero to negative shit in common you know what i mean like we don't actually have anything tied together because you have all that money and i don't our day-to-day ain't the same the fact that we're black is just a technicality bro
5: yeah it's truly so he's so far moved from any type of adversity happening to him. If you were to bring up that the the fact that where Zoot like where Zoot suits came from.
0: Mm-hmm. He
5: would give you the response, why didn't those niggas get their pants tailored? Exactly. It was just like you're missing the entire point, Mr. D- fucking dumb sweater. Like what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs>
4: You All know, right, the, now you now you got him. I don't yeah, know. I, 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 you goofy sweater bitch. Like, leave me
5: alone. I can't afford a tailor. Were you not listening to me this entire time?
4: Okay, I'm gonna hit you with one more quote. This one's, I think, maybe my favorite. There are a bunch of really wild ones where he accuses women of having six or seven babies by six or seven baby daddies. And Uh it's a lot of wild shit. But this is my favorite. He says, are you not paying attention? People with their hat on backwards, pants down (laughs) around the crack. Isn't that a sign of something? Or are you waiting for Jesus to pull his pants up? laughing and clapping. Isn't it a sign of something when she's got her dress all the way up to the crack and got all kinds of needles and things going through her body? What part of Africa did this come from? Laughter. We are not Africans. Those people are not Africans. They don't know a damn thing about Africa with names like Shaniqua, Shaliqua, muhammad and all that crap and all of them are in jail
2: <laughs> did he just <laughs> break into the dmx song just... <laughs> he... shaliqua nicole <laughs> tammy,
5: tammy kim <laughs> oh my god but he, he he is he's doing the same thing that any rich old white person would say yep. it's just pretty much equating and The black experience is something that he saw on TV.
4: A hundred percent.
5: I have never seen several needles in anybody's arm. I don't think niggas do uh, crystal meth (laughs) like that. Like you're you're out of. But also,
4: also, if I am shooting up, I ain't doing multiple needles at once. I'm focusing on my sweet heroin, and then I'll get to whatever else I want to
2: try
5: right it's one needle what the <laughs> hell is wrong with you you know like and then I haven't met a Shaniqua like I have that's,
4: that's I was about, that's about awesome. to say I have but that's beyond the point point. and Shaniqua shouldn't be shamed because her name no, is Shaniqua shouldn't. there's nothing wrong with the name Shaniqua the only right. reason we treat a Shaniqua as a right. bad name is because people like Bill Cosby tried to trick us into thinking that that was somehow anti-black when in fact yeah. it's just alright niggas be making up stuff they just Good make up names What does that
5: have to do with how smart Shaniqua is? Why does Shaniqua have to be equated with having six kids at once? Like that. Yeah. None of that matters, dog. Like my
4: my absolute favorite part of this, and this is, I think, something that is probably the most telling and most ignorant thing that he said in all of this, was he goes on this run about how these names aren't African, and one of the names that he lists is Muhammad. (laughs) As if, <laughs> as if the most common name the, yeah, in the right. entire world right. and especially in the muslim world which right. dominates massive parts of the african continent yes, is somehow anti-african is right. fucking nuts
5: he's, a, he's not reading anymore man he's not reading nah. books <laughs> he's not paying attention to the world because he goes <laughs> he shoots his show and then he comes home and puts shits and people drink like yeah. that's
4: he was too focused on side pussy and he stopped listening to like you said he stopped reading books and his eye got bad he probably had trouble reading after a while and like right. yeah, there it is right
5: you know what i think that now that he's in jail he's like starting to see like he's like oh man maybe maybe sagging isn't all bad like, this, <laughs> like right like this should look kind of cool <laughs> hey hey,
4: hey tyree right. show hey. me how you did that oh you do that man like
5: I look, I look kind of nice. He's like, and you're not, you're not gay at all. He's like, no, actually, I have a, I have a degree in philosophy. You're Mr. Cosby. It's like, so you just been in here reading, and it's like, and you sag your pants. Yes, sir, I do. Uh um, oh, it's because they don't get belts in here. I'm a, I'm a 32, and I get a double XL. So, it is what it is. Man, I didn't even think about that. And that's how jail corrects people honestly not through pants sagging, not through making license plate it's just you having time to sit with yourself and think about it yeah
4: (laughs) hell yeah all right this was fun i think we had a good time i (laughs) think we effectively did the thing (laughs) yeah can you tell the people where they can find you with what cool shit you have going on
5: i'm just garrick bernard instagram and on twitter garrick was taken Uh, You can find me uh, writing for Solar Opposites in Lower Decks, man. Uh, Solar Opposites Season 2 should be coming out in, like, a couple months.
4: Oh, Uh, hell yeah. It's
5: being animated right now. You're in it.
4: Yeah, I I did a little part. I I show up in that motherfucker. You show up a couple times. It's great. It's great. They're they're both phenomenal shows. So please go and watch them. I love them both. They're so funny. And Garrett, you know, did an amazing job writing for them. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman on all of the apps, the Twitter and the Instagram. And hey, if you have your own like uh, drops or conspiracy theories or things that you Feel I should know about Please send us emails We would love to hear from you And you can send emails or voice memos We would love to even hear your voices Which we could potentially play on the podcast Send us your emails at MyMamaPod at gmail.com That's MyMama M-O-M-M-A Pod at gmail.com Okay, I've done enough I refuse to do more Bye Bye